0: Well, today's Monday. It's a new week. Some people are going to work and they probably mad, but we're going to look at the wins. We're grateful we have a job, right? Let me tell you something. God is funny. He's so funny, y'all. Now, I don't know how many of you listened to the last episode, but your girl was going through it. She was going through it. And I asked all y'all to pray because your girl was going through it. Well, (laughs) I tell you, God shows up and shows out. I definitely got an email from him the next morning that told me what I needed to do. And it was all right with my spirit. So I thank you for everybody who prayed for me, who stood in the gap for me, who called, who texted. I thank you all. Very, very, very much from the bottom of my heart, I think. Now, let's talk about Jacksonville, Florida. And how this blessed child of God decided that he just wanted to go and shoot up Black people. I just... I just, I don't understand the hatred that people have for blacks. i say black and browns, but they don't seem to hate browns as much as they hate blacks. I'm not sure what it is. I can see if you said, you know, well my mama named him, my daddy named him. Okay, that was back then. What are you thinking for yourself now? So you're just going to continue to hate people who's never done anything to you because your mama named him didn't like black people? Is that what we're doing now? So sometime I just want to say, like you say, we stood in line and said, okay, God, make me black, which we did not do. Let's be clear. We did not stand in line and say, hey, God, make me black. That's not how it worked. We didn't have an option of what color we wanted to be. So for you to hate us because of the color of our skin, there's nothing wrong with us. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you that you can just hate a person because of the color of their skin. And you hate them so much that you got in your car and you went to a Dollar General. Now, I shop at Dollar General, y'all, and I don't know what you to go to Dollar General to shoot black people, but okay, you drove to Dollar General to shoot up black people as if to say we only shop at Dollar General. Because that's all I could think of. Like, oh, I know where to go. They at the Dollar General. No, a lot of people don't shop at Dollar General. I know a lot of bougie folks that don't shop at Dollar General, Dollar Tree, the 99 cent store. They only shop at Target. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But hey, we're going to move on from that. You go in there and then you shoot these innocent black people who weren't bothering anybody. They were in there minding their own God bless the business. And you shot them. But. Like the coward that you are. You couldn't stand there. Yeah I did it. And, and stand there with your chest poked out. No you did the coward weasel thing. And you went and committed suicide. Why? You was tough when you would shoot innocent unarmed people. You was real tough when you were shooting at innocent, unarmed people. What would you have done if one of them had a gun and shot back? I would have paid big money to have seen that, honor. I would have paid big money to have seen if somebody would have shot back at your tail. Because you know what's going to happen? And I hate to say it, but I don't. Folks is going to get tired of being the victim of senseless hatred because the color of our skin, like we decided we want to be black. Lord, make us black. Like we had a say in it. We're going to get tired of being shot at and your knee in our neck, you kicking in our doors, you shooting family members, and we're going to get tired of that. And when they go back to shooting at the police like they used to do back in the day, you better ask LAPD. They was getting shot at. Them. They was making phone calls and they was coming on scene and people were just shooting at them for no reason. We gonna get tired and I can guarantee gum to you. Black folks got a lot of guns and bullets. Legal and illegal, I'm just saying. They got resources that I'm pretty sure you squares don't have. Y'all better stop playing with these crazy folks. Because, baby, a race war ain't what you want in your life. I know I don't want to see it. Because I have a lot of white folks that I love and that love me, that got my back. And if I ever had to go to jail, they going to come get me. And they ain't going to ask me what I did until they get me out. But once they get me out, they going to ask me, what girl, what you didn't did? Black folks, they want to ask you a thousand questions on the phone with you. Don't ask me what I did. Get me out. That's when I get out of here. Not my little white friends. They going to be like, I'm on my way. They going to put up everything to get me out. And then when I get in the car, girl, what did happen? See, that's how they do. I have some white folks that would die for me. Literally. And it's sad to say that everybody don't have that in their life. I'm grateful for every Kakuzin, as my son used to say, Kakuzins, mama cocoons the people that love me and that love my children and my grandchildren and have our backs and are disgusted by these cowardly acts that continue to go on because of the color of our skin, you guys need to stop playing with people because folks is getting tired, and it's going to get real ugly, and that's not what we want. We all bleed red. Period. I bet your bottom dollar, if you was dying and a black person pulled up on the scene that could save your life, you're going to tell them let you die. I mean, I'm just asking for a friend. Are you going to tell them let you die? Because I know if I'm dying, I wouldn't give a dad gum if you was black, white, or zebra stripe. Save my life. Save my life. You guys with this inbred hatred. But if you know, if you really look back in your history, why you so mad at black people? <laughs> Maybe you should swab your mouth because some of y'all. Huh, might got some negra in them their parts. I'm just saying. Don't shoot the messenger. I said what I said. I said what I said. Now, listen here, guys. Life is way too short to have such hatred. Whatever it is, let's figure it out. Fix it. But you hating me because I'm black. You hating her because she's white. You hating this one because they're Hispanic. You hating this one because they're Asian. Y'all sound crazy. If you cut every one of our arms open... That blood is red, period. That blood is red, and that's just the bottom line. Now we're going to move on. So, Pastor Mike, y'all may not know him. I believe this church is called Rock City. Let me tell y'all something about Pastor Mike Jr. I was listening to him as a gospel artist, because, I tell you, your girl be trying to do right. She really be trying to do right. And folks be playing with her emotion. But it seemed like just what I'm about to flip. Something come on from Pastor Mike. And it gets me right together. Do you hear me? It gets me right together. So, he has a church in Birmingham, Alabama, which I did not know. I just found out. And I was like, Oh. Well, now listen here. I might have to make that ride because I tell you this man gets with you on every level. I need somebody that's going to be open, honest, and transparent because you know that's how I live, right? He spoke today about it. It wasn't his sermon from today, but I happened to find this sermon that he was teaching about being committed. And you cannot have anything in this world if you're not committed. You got to be committed. It's a lot. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. Podcasting and content creation and all that is a lot. That's why I'm not on video right now. I just wasn't up for the video today, guys. I'm going to do better this week, I promise. But I just wasn't up for the video. My head hurts. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired. My eyes is tired. I had to go pull up on my mama because she wouldn't answer the phone. And I was like, you know your child is retarded. Answer the phone. Stop playing with me. Um, She was like, girl, you crazy. Mama, I've been calling you. You wouldn't answer the phone. And I don't even play like that. Like, let me pull up and see what's going on here that you hide hiding from. So I had to go handle my mama real quick today. So shout out to my mom and Stuart. I'm grateful for my godmother. She, if you read the book, you know she's everything to me. After losing my mother, my mother said to her, I'm giving you my child. Watch her. When you don't talk to her for a few days, she's doing something she ain't got no business doing. That is what my mother told my godmother. And my godmother takes her job very seriously. She do not play with me about nothing. She holds me accountable and I'm grateful. Cause I don't know where I would be if that woman right there was to hold me accountable and praying over me. Let me just tell you, I'm just being one hundred. I'm just being one hundred with y'all, cause y'all know I keep it open, honest, and transparent. And y'all be hearing me when I be understand, yo, your girl is tripping. Y'all pray for me. She about to revert back. You know, I had this one to my mom today that I was I was tripping the other day, and she was like, "Okay," cause I don't know why people keep playing with you. today. I listen. It's only so much praying. You go. I know you. Well, there's certain things that you just don't tolerate well. Thank you, Mom. I'm glad you understand. So, back to Pastor Mike. He talked. To, it's it about being committed, and it's a lot for me to come on here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and do this for you guys. It's commitment. It's you got to do this different softwares and uploads and. That's why the intro music ain't out yet because my nerves is bad. And then I couldn't find a song I liked. And then, baby, let me tell you about commitment, but I'm being obedient because I need God to continue to show up and show out of my life. And by me being transparent with you guys, it makes me remember that I have to do what God say. And do you know, that a fly just landed on my computer is it crazy it must want to die it, it gotta to want to die just landed on my computer landed, but Jesus hallelujah anyway it takes a lot of commitment for me first of all I don't like to be in front of the camera and I know y'all are saying but you on TV I'm again I'm gonna say to y'all it's not my plan but God's plan because when I tell you being in front of the cameras was never never my 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 goal i'm a behind the scenes make things happen kind of girl i'll make your world come together behind the scenes i never ever ever wanted to be in front of the camera but again it's not my will but his will be done when i tell you i hear pastor mike saying things and when he spoke about commitment he said because without no commitment there's no fulfillment I said, well, that was a word right there. You have got to commit. Without no commitment, there's no fulfillment. I am committed to you guys. I'm committed to showing you my flaws. I'm committed to showing you guys it is okay to not be okay. It took me a long time to get there because I'm I got some family members. They holier than thou holy rollers. Hallelujah. And they make you feel a certain type of way. It took me a long time to be okay with who I am. And I don't care if you don't like me. You don't have to. God likes me. God likes me. And as long as God likes me, I don't care about nobody else. It also took me a long time. And I'm still to this very day trying to remember... I don't have to do things for people. I'm not obligated to do things for people. I don't care what you see me doing. I don't care where you see me going. You don't know what I did to get there. And what people try to come up off of the sweat off my back, off the suffering off my back, off the, you know, the the sheer disastrous situations that I have been in and you try to come up off of me. It, it just takes me to the dark side. So I'm still committed. I'm committed to putting this podcast out here. I'm committed to making sure that I encourage you guys to never give up. I am a walking testimony that I don't look like what I've been through. I can show you, but I can tell you, if you have bought the book, then you know my situation. God is in the blessing business. But I tell you, he shows up and shows out. He gives you a peace that surpasses any understanding. And honey, every day is not no cake, cakewalk and no bed of roses in my life. Let me be, be clear, it's not. But every day I got a chance to do better than I was yesterday. I get a chance to do better, be better, move different than I did yesterday. Every time that you open your eyes and God gives you a chance to say, hey, get up now. Let's get you doing something. Don't take it for granted because there's some people who didn't get up. Who wish they could do over again who wish they woulda, coulda, shoulda, as my friends used to say, woulda, coulda, shoulda, always equals didn't. And that's real in the field. Commit. Commit. I am committed to being open, honest, and transparent. I'm going to start, um, I'm going to try to start on Wednesday. It might be Friday, but I'm going to try to start I'm going to try to start. I'm going to take that back. Retract, retract, retract. I'm going to start when I'm um, doing the podcast and going live. Allowing you guys to come on live and ask questions. And I'll answer them during the podcast. If not, you can put them in the message. If you're, because some people can't get on live when I'm doing this. Put the message in there. And I'll double back on the next episode and ask the questions. So, you can ask me different things. Um, let me stop shaking my head because I hear my ring. I mean, you guys are probably hearing this clicking. It's my ring. Um, so that you guys can ask the questions. I know some people are like, well, what is that that you're wearing? You know, or what was this and what was that? So I really try to come back and answer those questions because you want to know. Um, what else did I want to tell you guys? My birthday. I had a great time, guys. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Thank you for all the calls and texts. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you thank you meant a lot to me. I saw all three of my brothers, which was interesting because i hadn't I didn't think I would be able to do it, but I did. I was able to see them all not on the same day, but I saw two on one day and one in the other, and we ate and we drank. boy did I drink? Uh, 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 uh. let me tell you what shout out to my brothers let me tell you if if you ever, ever, ever come to Los Angeles, California there is I want to call it the GS but that's not what it is anymore it's 719 I think is what it's called now now I gotta go look the name up because I don't know what it's called (laughs) it used to be called the GS when they first built it it was the GS but when COVID came and all that happened, they ended up shutting down, and then they rebuilt it and rebranded it as now called Seven Nineteen, and they have a whole new menu. Baby, 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 let me tell you something. I told my brother I wanted to sock him that food was so good. So the first day I had, and don't y'all judge me. Don't you judge me. The first day I had the lamb chopped lollipops, the lobster garlic noodles, and the seven fish, no, seven something fish dish. So it was oysters and shrimp and, um, hold on, oysters, shrimp, and fish. Over asparagus with a lobster bisque sauce. Oh, my God. The food was so good. The drinks was coming. It was smoke coming all out the glass. Baby. I'm going to post a video up mm-hmm, tomorrow on on the IG, guys. When I tell you that food was something tough, it was so tough. I was mad at him. It was so tough. Don't you know my behind went back the next day and said, let me try it again. I had some more lamb chop uh, lollipops and some more noodles. And that's all I had that time. I didn't get greedy. Well, I had a beignet this time. I had some beignets with caramel sauce. Oh, my God. I thought I had been to New Orleans finally. Don't judge me. I've never been to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I have been all over the world. I've never gone to New Orleans, but I'm going to fix that in the next few days. So y'all can stop teasing me. How you been... Abu Dhabi and Greece and this and that. You ain't ever been to New Orleans. So what? When I feel like traveling, I think I need a passport. I never thought to go to New Orleans. Don't judge me. All right, but I'm going to fix that. Next few days, I'm going to touch down New Orleans so I can see what all the hype is about. Because y'all keep telling me, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Okay, well, I'm about to go see. So if you get a chance to come to Los Angeles, go to 719. There's also the district, too. So there. those are the two restaurants that you are more than welcome to go to. The food is good. And um, the ambiance is good. And, you know, pull up. We like when folks pull up. Okay, guys? There was one more thing I needed to tell you today. Oh, Pastor John Gray. When he was speaking about Mm. the shooting in Florida. And I, we are all angry about it, you know, because of what happened in Birmingham, Alabama. And if y'all don't know these things I'm talking about, please get off social media and get on some news channels and, and, and get you some real business and and, and and learn what's going on in your world because you liable to get caught up and you don't even know because you don't know what's going on. But Pastor John Grace said, he was so pissed off. And I and, and I get why he's mad. He said, I knew this was going to happen because when that stuff went down in Alabama and, you know, folks got, you know, dealt with and got embarrassed because that's what happened. They got embarrassed. And, you know, you, you know how bullies get. When they get beat up, then they want to go run and get a gun and shoot you. That's what always happens it's the, it's, it's the same thing year after year, century after century. You get beat up, now you pissed off, and you want to go get a gun. Just take your ass whooping and call it a day. But y'all don't want to do that because your ego won't let you. Well, the next time you decide to stop somebody, make sure you can whoop some ass. I said what I said because I was taught... You got to give some ass to get some ass. That's what I was taught. Never change a hair for a clobber. That's what I was taught. They ganged up on that man and reinforcements came and showed y'all we don't like bullies and punks because that's just what you were and they got their asses handed to them and now everybody's mad. Okay, so you're not mad though that they was bullying this one little person. That was okay though, right? Y'all full of shenanigans. Y'all full of shenanigans. You full of shenanigans and you wrong. But John Grace said, you always have grace for the things that remind you of yourself. And I thought about that when he said that. And it's like, yeah, because it was okay when y'all was ganging up on that one man. That was acceptable, right? But then when the shoe got turned, now all the little cuckoozers want to be mad because y'all got ha- dealt with. But you started the fight. You started the fight. That man wasn't bothering nobody. And it was one man. And your little click came and was jumping on one man. Now, I heard, you know, he hit a woman with a chair. Somebody hit a woman with a chair. Um, okay, well, he probably, maybe shouldn't have hit her with a chair. But he wouldn't have hit her with a chair if her ass went over there in the first place. Mm, I said what I said. I said what I said. My daddy used to tell me when I would hit, you must be expecting to get hit back. So I don't never swing without the expectation of getting hit back. Let me say it again. I don't ever swing without the expectation of getting hit back. Because you got to give some ass to get some ass. Stop reaching out and touching people thinking you Teflon down and ain't nothing going to happen to you. Because people are starting to deal with y'all. And I don't think you're going to like it. We need to all just get along. You mind your business. I mind my business and everybody'll be cool, but y'all don't want to do that because y'all. I said this in the last podcast or the podcast before the last. These police officers was punks in school. They was getting beat up in school. Then they decide I'm gonna get out. Of, I'm gonna get out of here and be a cop. You still a punk. He's a punk with a gun and a badge. You still can't whoop no ass. And that's the problem. You can't whoop no ass. Now, I bet your bottom dollar that this little coward that shot these black people couldn't fight either, What you want to bet. Bet he couldn't fight. I bet your dollars and donuts he couldn't fight. So, it's okay, I'm going to get a gun and I'm going to go shoot you all out. You're still a coward. Now you're just a dead coward. How about that? Now you're just a dead coward. I heard today that he was a Republican. I don't care. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not. I would hope that that's not what it is. I really would hope that that's not what it is. All Republicans can't be stupid. They can't be. I just don't believe it. All Republicans are stupid. So I'm not gonna believe that because he's a Republican, that's why he went and shot all those black people. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that one. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna go with that one. I'm gonna go with he was a punk, got punked in school, and he figured. I'm going to go punk these people. And then you thought about it, you know you can't do no jail time because you're a punk. Somebody was going to have you in a skirt so you wouldn't kill yourself. Jesus. Did you ever start thinking about how that was going to affect your family? Or did you care? Probably not. I really w- wonder what made him kill himself. Was it the fact of what he did was it the fact that he was going to have to face his family about what he did? Or was it the fact that you knew that you was going to go to jail and you couldn't do the time? You know what Beretta said, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. I'm just saying. All right, guys. I'm going to wrap this thing up. I hope you have an amazing start to your week. On Wednesday's episode, I promised to have video up. I will be live on Wednesday as I film. And um, I love you. I want us all to win. I am praying that you have an amazing, safe week for you and your family and your loved ones. And here's some rays from Ray. Have an amazing week. And if you're not, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's. Shout out to my girl, Tabitha Brown. I love her. If you guys ever get a chance to meet Tab, she's an amazing spirit, and she genuinely wants everyone to win. Okay? Take care, guys.